What's up, everybody? This is the Betrayed, the Addicted, and the Expert. My name is Brandon, and I am the Expert. And I'm Ashlyn, and I was the Betrayed. And I'm Kobe, the Recovering Addict. What you're gonna get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. All right, so we're gonna talk about something that is really important um, in terms of treatment of sexual addiction. And uh, we're gonna talk about why spend your money on specialized therapy and how to, um, how to get the right help for betrayal trauma and sex addiction. Um, and I'm gonna say, to be clear, I'm the one that wanted this topic, not Brandon, who is the therapist. <laughs> right. I get this question almost on a daily basis. And yeah, we, but we you. also we, we were also there though asking the same yeah, question. For sure. Yeah, I think I think a good way to start this is to just have you guys share your experience, and then we'll kind of go from there. Perfect. So. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so we went to by the time we found specialized therapy, we'd been to three other therapists. And uh, they were, you know, licensed marriage family therapists, LCSWs, but they did individual and they maybe did couples uh, therapy, family therapy. One, one was through our church, LDS Social Services, uh-huh. a program there. One was one was just a, an individual and private therapist, and and the, and the third one was also an individual like private therapist. Came recommended by right. really good people, um, which was good, and um, I'm sure that they were great for their own specialty. But what I noticed was is the, the first one was was a total waste of our time, actually, because um, there wasn't any chemistry. It was just kind of like, yeah. okay, what do you want to talk about? It, it, we weren't... We weren't in a place to be honest, right. but or and that makes it hard on the there. therapist. Yeah. I'm sure you it's know. It's true. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's not all on the therapist. No, no, no it's definitely no, no. not, because I know that this was early. This was, I think, like 2002 or 2003. And then the second one... Um, that was when we first found out. Okay, I have a, I have a problem with with with, with uh, porn. Right. And so after four visits, she sent me to uh, to twelve step, and she just told you like this is his issue. This isn't yours. So I so, sat back and did totally. Nothing. And but but she told you as much, yeah. right? Third therapist, man, we were with her for like eighteen months. She was really we she really was, liked her. Like yes. the chemistry was there. Our Easy insurance, to talk to. A, yes, and insurance covered her, oh, that's which nice. we were like, sweet. We are in twenty dollar we copay. We went like once a week, some months. We were yeah for most of the eighteen months. We went once a week, and which is like totally what willing. What are we doing? All right. And in truth, I wanted to do that. And while we were going there through the eighteen months, a portion of that, like four months of that, was while I was having my second affair. Right. Which, which is, is like interesting. Crazy. I bet you were getting a lot of good work done. Oh, dude, right? It was yeah. like I was all in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were full of oh, truth. Man. It that. was so ridiculous. No. So, but but what's interesting though is is one of the obs- one, probably the biggest indicator looking back on it that it was um, a not a waste of time, but really it was because I I have my heart goes out to this to this therapist and to because oh, yeah. there's a lot of really good I therapists. Really like, I still right. recommend her when people reach totally. out for non specialized help right it was square peg round hole right right? and so from that standpoint it was a waste because i remember um if any of you know ashlyn which a lot of you who are listening do the only ashlyn you know is the is the really strong aware competent woman that she is but when we were in that therapist's office i remember her specifically one time um ashlyn was sitting forward i was sitting back on the couch and she said ashlyn what are you feeling right now and she just kind of paused and slowly shrugged it's like i don't know Hmm. well i didn't participate in therapy Really, I I sat there and Kobe talked eighty percent of the time. Yeah, 
Yeah, but you were going and just yeah, do, I'd go no, doing nothing really. Yeah. But but it was also an indicator of how disconnected emotionally. I was super disconnected from myself and from emotions where and, we were. And 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 the reason why that's such a, a an aha moment for us is because this woman was so well intended and really wanted to help Ashlyn, but she was in, she was out of her depth in the sense that she didn't understand betrayal trauma. But as soon as Ashlyn was was told you have betrayal trauma, this is why it happens. This is what it looks like. Ashlyn like instantly bloomed right it all shifted from yes. that point yes right. and so because she was really I was validated, validated yeah um, like oh i'm not this everything. weird person that doesn't that's numb and feels crazy i'm right like totally. a lot of other people and right. then the decision came from me to go to specialized therapy too because um brandon and i realized <laughs> this is really funny but I, I knew for sure that i would be screwed if i died because I just I had my second affair and I'm like I gotta get this squared away. I'm like if I died to stand before God right now, I'm toast. Like I'm right. so host. Right. <laughs> I've got I've got to get help. And um and then I remember thinking this vividly and this was a big turning point for me. Like was Ashlyn realizing that she had a big deal trauma. I thought okay I'm gonna go there and nothing I'm gonna share is gonna be news to them. Right. Right. It's like they're not gonna be surprised by anything that I say. So really I'm gonna be safe. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm I'm all in. So, okay, you you, you just made a really good point. Is a good therapist... Probably many. I, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is really kind of awkward for me to talk totally about. Good. I'm trying to say, <laughs> you know, a good therapist is me. <laughs> but, but a good therapist will, um, like, I'll, in an intake session, I'll okay. say to the client, I'll say, my job isn't to make you feel good or have you walk out of here smiling every time. My job is to help you get better. And, and sometimes getting better is feeling pain. Um, it's being confronted. It's, it's feeling awkward in therapy. And a good therapist is willing to do that. They're willing to go there. They're willing to confront. They're, wi- they're willing to be very, very honest. And they're not so concerned about what you think about them mm-hmm. and whether you like them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just concerned about you. Yeah. And so they'll, they'll, they'll do that, right? So when you feel like I can go there and I can be safe, and yeah. if you can go there and be safe, then you need to find a new therapist because that you want to go to a therapist where you feel safe, like like not judged is what not I mean. Not judged, yeah, but pushed. Like they're yeah. gonna they're gonna they're gonna push you to look at some hard things, so you're safe enough to to open up, to get vulnerable, to feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. to create change in your life. Yeah. Right? And I was definitely he what you was described. pushed. He, he, oh. I remember him going in saying, "Oh man, like I'm gonna tell them this, but I'm actually not gonna tell Ashlyn that." Oh. And within six weeks, they had pushed him. Right there, you, you go. You need to. Like right. they had, they yeah. had stretched me. And yeah. when we say push, I want to be really clear because right. there can be for, for an addict, the right kind. Yeah, the addicts who are listening can be like, "I don't want to be pushed that way." Like, <laughs> right, you know right, what I mean, right. I want to be forced or compelled, but I was led and I was stretched yeah. in like the right way to be ready to disclose. So and that miraculous in and of itself is like, wow. Okay. Uh, the specialized therapy that we got from Addo Recovery, nothing insurance would cover. Right. So all out of pocket, which right. for us was like, okay, are we, we, we sign up, we pay this large deposit for three months. Was it? Oh, it wasn't a deposit. <laughs> Sorry, not deposit. We paid for three months. In full. In, in full. Advance. And then he lost his job a month later. So at that point, it was, do we keep going? We don't have insurance. Right. We don't have a job. Right. So we chose to use our savings and to kind of implement and go to therapy. Right. And now we look at it like, hey, oh, we man. both graduated from college. 
and we don't use those degrees. But guess what? We're paying for like secondary college now through right. therapy and we use it. Right. We teach our kids. We're helping people. It's right. So, okay. So let me, uh, uh, from the therapist perspective, yes. okay. Um, I'll, I'll get to addressing the insurance and paying for it thing because a, a therapist, you get out of school, you get your license and you want to set up your practice. Um, one, you know, kind of the tendency is I'll just, I'll treat everything because then I can fill up my practice. Yeah. I'll treat depression, couples issues, sex addiction, whatever it is. Right. Um, but that, that's, that's not specialization. And so uh, the therapists that do that are scared. So they're trying to fill up their practice. Right. Um, what happens is I want to say this carefully, um, but a lot of therapists, not all, but a lot of therapists that, that will only take insurance, take insurance because they can't get business otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so, especially with sex addiction right now, it's so epidemic and there's such a demand that the best therapists know, look, I don't have to deal with insurance companies. Um, I can also charge a lot for therapy. And so I can get a full caseload, not deal with insurance companies, because I, I can actually help people. Right. And so specialized good therapy, the bad news, it's going to cost a lot and insurance probably won't cover it. And mm -hmm. you're probably going to have to wait to get in. Yes. And you have to kind of pay your dues. Like, okay, yeah. I'll get on your schedule in three months yep. and then I'll get a consistent appointment with you. Um, and, and it's just the way the market is right now. There's such a high demand and such a low supply of specialized good therapy. But coming back to your point, Ashlyn, um, it's worth it. Totally. I mean, you're, you're paying for, for saving your marriage, right? right. Like, and, and we were talking before the podcast saying, gosh, people will pay to fix their car. They'll, you know, but to, to spend money on therapy for their marriage is like, ugh. Yeah, icky. And I think, I think one reason for that is they've had bad experiences with therapists and there's this money that you've spent. There's no like tangible guarantee yes. of a thing that you get, right? Right. And so it's an uncomfortable thing to spend that much money on, right? So, so I don't want to like dash anyone's hopes and say, <laughs> look, it's just hard and it's expensive. What I found is that the clients that really want to get in with a good therapist, um, they they figure it out. Yeah. They they work hard and they get in. And they, they'll pay the money to get in and they'll figure out the financing and they'll get the help that they need. Yeah. I mean, there's people that we've talked to that are asking family members, like, help us. We, we need help. We'll take a loan from family or from their church, you know, yeah. leaders that that's what the money is for. And so there's ways that if you really legitimately can't, it's an opportunity to reach out. Yeah, for sure. Now, there's a flip side to this, which is we're kind of propping up therapists as like, they're going to save your marriage and yeah. they're, they're awesome. Right. And, and we are, and we're, I'm, I'm awesome. Right. Totally. You are. But I do tell my clients, like I, I am insignificant. You come in, I, I have tools, I have skills. I can guide you. I can, I can confront things, but you can come spend a lot of money and waste a lot of time. If, and you were just talking about this. Kobe. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. Where you come in and you expect, me to fix you totally i'm not gonna fix you i can't fix you i can be a part in helping you see what you need to change but you need to go change that mm -hmm. right and so even the best therapists can't fix some people 
I can't fix anyone really, right? Unless they're they're willing and they're coming in ready. So right. And, and see, I look at it like the way we went into it this last and final time with finding specialized therapy. Instead of trying to save our marriage, it was really we just need to get better. Like yeah. it was a totally different approach yeah. as far as you do you, I'm gonna do my stuff, and then we're gonna meet in the middle. And hey, it worked. A much di- and what's different about that? You're you you're might owning have, it. You're owning it. That's what it is. Yeah. Before you're going in saying, gosh, this therapist. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. This therapist needs to fix that. And then we'll be fixed and we'll, we'll be happy. Yeah. Right? If the therapist will say the right thing, then maybe he'll change. And, yeah. Like, you're going to fix this, right? Right. Not how it works. No. You come in saying, we need to get better. And we're going to, if this therapist doesn't help us get better, we'll move on to the next one. But we're going to get better. Yeah. Like, we're going to make that happen. So there was uh, there's a thought I had and it totally left me um, in truth. But um, but I but I think um, as, as a note to this kind of another layer is um, when we went to this other therapist, I was um, I would be really, really mad, really mad and upset. And it would always take me. There was like a sonic drive in that was like a mile down the road from her office. <laughs> and I would be fuming mad until I got to Sonic. And after that, I was like, OK, I can just let it go. Elsa, just I let got, it go. I got a root beer float. <laughs> yeah. I, good. I know, right? And, uh, and and that was really hard. But I but I think from the perspective of having been to a generalized therapist and one who is specialized is um, is we and I think this is a really important thing for for the betrayed and the addicted to listen to and understand as to from our perspective what what you're going to get the difference between a regular therapist and a specialized therapist is we tiptoed and danced around the symptoms of addiction we didn't address it head on so it wasn't just the fact that and betrayal trauma and betrayal trauma both like exactly so it wasn't just the fact that you were you were validated because you were diagnosed with betrayal trauma which is which was accurate it was we were able to i like we we didn't just tiptoe around the symptoms like we got straight to the root of the problem and and so like we're you're having the same fight well let's fix this part like stop Trying to fix that fight. Fix right. This. It was like I had right. infection, and all I was doing was just giving like 200 milligrams of ibuprofen one week at a time to see if that would yeah. help. And I was like, yeah. "This isn't doing jack for right. us to help us." Right. And so um, it was key to say, "Okay, you guys are specialists, and you know how to do this. So just like get to well, work." It, like, like there's, and maybe we can do a whole other podcast on the disease concept of addiction. Mm-hmm. That addic- addiction yeah. is a, di- a disease, right? And. Uh, you think about that, like if you if you needed a heart transplant, would you go to your just general. family general doctor to like <laughs> totally do the surgery? Yeah, no way, right? Totally. No, no, you're you're gonna find the specialist who who has experience in doing that. And so let's talk a little bit about what to look for yeah, in yeah. a therapist and how to find that Super type of good. therapist. In truth, we didn't even know they were out there. When right. we were, we at didn't that know therapist. that was a thing. We had no we idea. We thought we were doing the right thing. So you're, you could be out there thinking, we're doing the right thing. We're in therapy. Right. Nothing right. wrong and with we, that. And we like our therapists. Totally. They're nice. And but you might be having the experience of, okay, we're not actually getting we're, anywhere. We're, we're talking about the symptoms, and we're getting <laughs> totally, nowhere. Totally. Right? Totally. So first off, is you want somebody with a, 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 some experience treating addiction mm-hmm. and betrayal trauma, right? So if if they're brand new and they're now, now, it's hard because a new therapist is trying to get that experience and oh, they might be good. But if you're looking for specialty, you want to find somebody who's, who has a track record of treating it. Okay. okay. So, that, But that's different, though, than 
this is kind of a delicate one because I've met people, I've been emailed by people who said my therapist says they have a long history of treating addiction, sexual addiction and betrayal trauma, but they're not a CSAT. Okay. And and so it's, it's there's a delicate balance between specialization and, and specialization with I've treated a lot of it, but I'm also I also have the skill set to do it, but then also have the competence and the chemistry to be able to help people. Yeah. Did you hear everything? <laughs> that. that was a just ton. Of like like that's a lot right <laughs> there to to find that in a therapist, yeah. right? Um, but you you need that experience, and one thing like one way that I get business, the best way that I get business. I don't put up a billboard on, on the freeway and people right. are like, yeah, I'll call him for business. Um, it's referral based. And, and, and why that's important is um, a client is telling somebody else, hey, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. You know, they're vouching for me. They're saying he has that experience. And yeah. so I would suggest if you're looking for a therapist, it's, it's, it's kind of counter to our shame and yeah. to, to reach out to somebody and say, hey, I know you guys have done some work. You've struggled with some things. We do too. Who are you working with? But that's the best way to find an, an experienced therapist is, is word of mouth that way. Totally. Another thing is to look at credentials. You know, mm -hmm. CSAT, um, you know, they're, that they're licensed. You know, some life coaches are great and other therapists are great, but do they have those, the training? The competence. Have they been through the yeah. training? Yeah. You know, which is important. It's not everything, but it's important. Totally. Because you could have someone who is certified and who is, uh, who just fills space in, in a conversation. And I've actually talked with people who've seen a CSAT and they sat down for their, like their second visit. So, okay, what do you want to talk about? And the guy was like, are you kidding me? It's like, you're the CSAT here. You, you tell me what we need to talk about. You, you, you don't just have blind faith in a certification of like, oh, they're trained this way or that way. So therefore they know what they're talking about. Yeah. They still might not be very good. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, but you also, if you go to a therapist and you're uncomfortable there, don't bail on them for that reason either. Mm. Like hang in there and, and you're looking for someone who can be honest with you. Like I was saying earlier, Yeah. you're also looking for someone that can create safety and connect to you mm -hmm. on a real level. And so that chemistry piece is huge yeah. because for me, my, I think for our experiences is once we felt, once we felt the like safety we knew that there wasn't any judgment, it was like, okay, now I can but really be vulnerable. But we both felt like validated, which seemed crazy. Like how do you validate both of us and not take sides? But I feel like the other therapist did. Like I always got the, she's okay, she's got no problems, and Kobe got the brunt yes. of everything. Yes. Whereas when we started specialized, it was like, oh no, you got your own work to do. Yeah. <laughs> Ther therapy is it's not a science. Mm -hmm. um, well, it is a science and it's an art at the same time. Yeah. And to to validate an addict and his his wife who's been betrayed at the same time, there is an art to that. Yeah. There's a skill that, that takes place. And if you go to a therapist where they shame the addict or they don't validate the betrayed, um, it, can, oh. it, it can do damage to you guys. It can do damage to the relationship. And so that therapist needs to know kind of what they're dealing with when that couple comes in and create that safety. I think another thing to consider in this too is is not just the competence and the certifications, but also the chemistry as well for both you and the for for, for you guys as a couple or you as an individual, whether you did the trade or the addicted, is also to consider are you interested or are you committed to change? 
Uh-huh. And 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 that sets the therapist up. And, and, and so to, to defend you as as the person Thank who's you, been Toby. on the therapist, <laughs> I mean, it, it's like some, you can have like all the certifications and the right chemistry and just be super intuitive and just be on top of your game and have someone who is only interested in change. Meaning they just want to be removed from the pain. They don't want to actually lean into and do the work. Mm-hmm. And so in, in your defense, dude, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's, it's a really hard task. But you know what I'll do with that, Kobe? And, and this is where like, okay, if I needed the business, mm-hmm. then I would love that because I could just kind of keep them coming every week and I can validate them and, but I will call that out mm-hmm. I, and I'll say like, I, I, I don't want you to come back until you're ready to get to work because I want to get to work with you. Mm-hmm. And it's clear to me that your intention is not to really dive in here, not to get to work. And they'll, they'll look at me like, what, like, Wait, what is he doing? I'm paying you. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm doing it in a, I'm doing it in a therapeutic way. Mm-hmm. I feel like the best thing I can do for them is reflect back what I'm getting back from them, which is. I don't really want to work here, mm. and and but I need to be able to be that honest with them, right? So that's a good one, and yeah. and I tip my hat to you for for doing for that sure. because it's that I mean that that um, I remember the first time I had to do that with the, with the guy just in mentoring, and I was like, dude, I I knew for sure, like, okay, this this relationship is like not productive in any way, right? He's and so kinda, breaking he's up with them was like you to like sh- act yeah, like he's good like, enough for his wife. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's it was not like, actually wanting to work at no, all. No, 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 no. Not, not, not. I mean, interested in being removed from the pain, but not, not committed to doing the day to day things. You're going to help. And, um, anyways, I had to break up with him and say, look, you need to go to some EMDR work or see another therapist because you're not, you're not there. You're not right. ready to do this. Right. And it was kind of like, wait, what? But um, it was the best thing for him. Right. And, anyways. I do want to. I want to say this too. Um, there's no perfect therapist. You know, I've made mistakes. I've made a ton of mistakes in my work. And um, you know, if you're looking for the perfect person to save you in your marriage, then you're not going to find that person. But you do want to find. You said it when you said that whole conglomerate of everything. <laughs> you want to find somebody who's trained. Somebody who. Our best tool as a therapist. It's not our knowledge. It's not all of my training and what I know, it's myself. And so it's somebody who can connect to you, somebody who can, can, you know, our words don't fix you. It's the energy that you feel. It's the, it's, it's the empathy that you feel. And so somebody who can empathize and create connection. Um, and then somebody who is, who is specialized is important and can be really honest with you. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I mean, Ashlyn, I think what's, what's for, and, and just wrapping this up is to talk about the result of our investment into therapy. Yeah. I mean, I said it earlier, I believe it's like a secondary education for us. It's something that we are passing down through our kids and is not just this, like, there's nothing tangible yet there is. Right. Because we're, we can have a normal conversation. You can regulate emotions. You yeah. can communicate. You can... You can love each I other, feel. And empathize, and feel, and I mean, yeah. yeah. When, you, when you actually work it in therapy, it's awesome. So it is big so. deal. So um, if you need uh, Brandon here, and you're in Utah County, I'm actually full, but <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I, I can refer you to somebody who's really good. See, yeah. that's what happens. <laughs> that's the good. best. That's yeah. the best. So. so um, the what best do, thing that you guys can do to help us, I know a lot of you reach out and, and tell us thanks for this. We love it. The best thing you can do is share 
and leave a comment, um, leave a review for us and subscribe to these podcasts because that's how this all works. It's kind of a funny internet thing. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. We will see you next week.